as an entrepreneur, you wear many hats. And along with those many hats comes many hours to figure out how to fit into your schedule. And maybe you're at the point where you're just starting your business and you don't have a lot of time, or you have other responsibilities that fit into your weekly calendar. Or maybe you're just feeling like you're struggling with setting calendar boundaries and time management so that you don't burn out in those early years of entrepreneurship. Well, today's episode is for you, my friend. I'm happy to have Hannah Murphy here on the episode today to talk all about how you can create a schedule that generates consistent profit and helps you get everything done while still having time for vacations, fun, and family. Hannah helps entrepreneurs create a profit-focused schedule that eliminates unnecessary task switching, long nights, and never-ending to-do lists. Hannah was that business owner who worked seven days a week and was desperate to have overnight success. The business world had a lot of noise about how she should spend her time and grow her business, yet it wasn't effective. She realized a productive schedule wasn't doing the wrong tasks quickly. It was actually more about finding the right tasks that actually worked and grew her business from three clients to 27 clients in six months. And today she's here to share all of her best scheduling and time management tips with us. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Magnetic Business Podcast, a show for surface-based entrepreneurs who are ready to live their purpose, share their passion, and design a magnetic brand and business. Join me, your host and guide, Lexi Sparrow, each and every week as I talk about the foundations of building a business in a way that honors your unique energy. Together, we'll go through actionable mini trainings for starting and growing your business, chat with guest experts, and expand your ideas of what's possible for you and your business. We'll talk about the energetics of business, conscious entrepreneurship, human design, using your intuition, and exploring your spiritual side, along with proven and actionable business strategies. I create each and every episode to inspire you to rethink the way you work, grow your impact, and design a business that allows you to thrive. If you're ready to create your magnetic business, let's dive in. Hey, Hannah, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have another Aussie on the show. We were just chatting <laughs> and uh, connecting a little bit before the episode, and I'm really excited for you to share your energy all the way from across the world today. <laughs> yes, I'm glad that you like the Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing, right? It's uh, with Americans and Canadians, North Americans, like any sort of different accent is so yeah. cool, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, today we're going to ch chat all about scheduling, organizing your schedule. How do you make a schedule work for you? And really the basis of that is because you want more time. You want time back to do all the fun things that you went into business for yourself to try to enjoy more of those fun things. And it all really comes down to your scheduling and your time management. So how did you even start coaching people on this? Like, how did you even get into this um, in your business? Can you tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, for sure. So um, I definitely consider myself what I would call an accidental entrepreneur. <laughs> um, like I just, I never intended to be in the business world, never really knew the business world existed. Um, and I 
So I'd basically just moved um, to a different part of Australia and I was studying primary teaching and my whole life growing up, I was like, I'm going to be a primary teacher. I just, I don't know, loved it, loved teaching. Um, And in my first year of university, I kind of just was trying to find a job on the side and, you know, had the typical like retail jobs and before and after school care kind of jobs, nannying and like, you know, all of those things were great, but they just weren't fulfilling. Like I love setting goals and dreaming big and all of that. And I thought this is a four year degree until I'm able to teach. I want these four years to actually be something, you know, fun and not just about earning money, but how can I earn money in a way that feels really exciting and good to me. And so that's kind of where I started down the rabbit hole of this business world. And the first thing I saw was, I honestly don't know how I was following this person, but um, they posted on their Instagram stories that they were looking for a virtual assistant. And I literally had to Google what a VA was. That's how much I didn't know about the business world. Um, And I reached out to her and I was like, look, I've never done this before, but, you know, I'm more than happy to learn. It was kind of a shorter term contract. And she was very gracious in giving me the role and like teaching me a lot that I had no idea about. Um, But that's where I really felt in love with the business world. And so from there, I grew my business very quickly. So I went from um, three to 27 clients in six months. And during that time, I learned a heck of a lot about productivity. Um, And I started having my clients asking me like, you know, I'm a mom with two kids or, you know, how are you managing all of these things? Because keep in mind, I was still studying at university full time. And so I only had a few days a week to dedicate. And, you know, I really wanted to make sure that my client work was amazing. They were great, getting great experiences. And through a lot of trial and error and testing different things, I came up with this um, schedule that felt really good for me. Um, And so then started coaching other people in how to create a schedule that, you know, it wasn't just copying and pasting what worked for me, but looking at, um, you know, testing different things with other people and going, okay, how do you create a schedule that, you know, reflects your personality and that works for your business and all of that. And that's how I now today, um, I still have the VA side to my business, but definitely lean way more into that productivity um, and how to just, yeah, create a schedule that works for you because, like you say, you know, you want a business that feels really good for you and aligns with you and excites you and has that freedom to do what you want. But I found I was going down a rabbit hole originally when I was growing my business that it became such a burden. And, you know, I felt like I had to work all the time and I couldn't just take a day off or go to lunch with my family. It got to that point where I was like, I feel like I have to work all the time or my business is going to fall apart. And so I knew you know, this isn't right. This isn't why I wanted to create my business. So I need to find a better way to do it, or I'm going to have to find a better job that, you know, um, has a healthier lifestyle for me. So yeah, that is a massive ramble, but essentially that's my business journey in a nutshell. Oh, I love it. So you started as a virtual assistant and really kind of dove, like, not just like head first, like full body cannonball. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. And then, and then from there, as you figured out how to navigate that and really custom create how you could get that done while going to uni, people started noticing, people started asking Mm. you, wait a second, Hannah, how are you doing that? And you kind of developed these systems and processes to really create this awesome schedule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Awesome. Okay. And so I know we're going to talk about scheduling and hopefully you can give us some of your secret, top secret tips, you know, (laughs) but yes, (laughs) one thing I want to open with is when it comes to scheduling, there's so many different ways to go about this. And there's probably so many different Mm. ways that are correct or that would work well to increase your productivity. But what are some of the biggest mistakes that people often make when they're trying to create a schedule for themselves? Yeah, I love this question because I feel like, um, especially within the productivity space of business, that it's, I find it's a lot about like how to get something done fast or like finish your to-do list, like that kind of style of productivity. But I find a mistake is that people think, you know, they've got to get their to-do list done quickly or, you know, they've got to try and finish their to-do list for the day. Otherwise, it's been an unproductive day. But Like, I guess my approach to productivity and what I found way more effective was that it's not so much about what's like how fast you can get that to-do list done. It's more about assessing what's actually on that to-do list in the first place. And that was a big shift for me and my clients to realize that, you know, yes, naturally you're going to be more efficient and productive when you have a smarter to-do list, but you've got to kind of take a step back and go, you know, I'm not going to try and get the wrong things done in my business fast if they're actually not even going to grow my business in the first place. So I think that's a huge one. Um, And the other thing is, I think we, like I found myself and with my clients that a lot of people go straight to, I don't have time, I need to outsource or I need to find this tech, you know, tech or tool piece that can help me. And while hiring has saved my business big time and, you know, all of those things are so helpful, I think you've really also got to look at, again, what's on the to-do list and what are you outsourcing in the first place? And are these tasks, are these things actually going to grow your business and suit your business and yourself um, rather than just trying to like find band-aid fixes of time. Like you want an actual lasting schedule and a lasting um, fix to productivity. So yeah, those are big ones, but of course there's so many. Um, And I think it's just, yeah, really finding what actually works for you that, you know, I have a friend, um, and she goes, oh, my, like, because I'm a major early morning person. And she's like, if I could just wake up at 5 a.m. like you do, Hannah, I'd be more productive. And I'm like, actually, I don't think you would be. Like, you've actually got to look at what most aligns with you. Where is your sweet spot? Where are you most effective and efficient? Um, and work with that space rather than just trying to, you know, copy someone else's schedule just because it works for them. Yeah. Do you have any tips on that? Like, how do you even dive into figuring out how to figure out your own productivity zone because this is something I definitely see with my clients is we're constantly trying apps or um, Mm. subscription services to organize or we're trying to take tips from other people but like you said if somebody else is a morning person and we're not that might not actually be the best solution for us so do you have any tips on how to just start to think about okay when am I most productive or what would make me most productive with my schedule? Yeah, such a good question. Like, it's really important to actually just pay attention to what your natural inclinations are. Like, I'm a big believer in that everyone can be productive, everyone can learn, you know, to be more efficient. And like you said, use different scheduling apps. Like, there's some great technology out there to help. Um, But I also think it's looking at like what naturally you lean towards. So, like, if you are forcing yourself to get up earlier, if you're like, it's a, it feels, 
I guess if it feels a burden or if it feels like you're constantly wanting to put it off or it feels like weighing you down when you're trying to, you know, try a certain productivity technique or you're trying to, you know, wake up earlier or work late at night or, you know, whatever that looks like and trying to copy what someone else has done. Um, it, I, I think it's like, you know, it, it feels like it just fits, you know? And so if it doesn't feel that way, if it feels misaligned, if it doesn't feel exciting and fun and light and easy, which is what business should be, um, then there's something that's not right. And so then it's asking yourself the question, like, why do I feel this way? What's actually happening here? That's, you know, making this feel like a burden or what's happening here that, doesn't feel quite right or you know and then looking at okay what can I do instead what can I try and like I there is a lot of techniques that can make it you know make the um, process faster but I do think there is a level of trial and error in business right like I just treat business as one big science experiment and looking at what works and what doesn't and that's going to naturally take some time but I definitely think you know we naturally go to are you, you know, what actually helps you see your to-do list? Do you like paper? Do you like digital? Do you like early morning? Do you like this? Do you, you know, when do you best like calls? And just just seeing those things over time and what your natural tendencies go toward, I think is a great starting point. Mm, I love that you're flexible with it because mm. that's what's going to make it sustainable for somebody, right? And yeah, totally. So I think that's a, a huge permission slip. If you are trying to be more productive or trying to schedule and it's just not fitting, then yeah, have permission to just switch it up and try something different. So I love that. Mm. Um, I also noticed that with my clients, especially because I use a lot of human design in my business, some people just are really meant to be stricter schedulers. You know, they, yeah. they do really good with structure and, um, you know, blocking off certain areas of their calendar. And they're like, what do you mean? This is my workout time at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. This is yeah. what I'm going to do. And then there's mm -hmm. other people who need that flexibility where it's almost like backfiring. If they block yeah. schedule everything out, they're like, well, I'm purposely just not going to do that, you know, whether it's consciously yeah. or subconsciously. So what do we even really need to put into our schedule? Does it depend on the type of person we are? Or do you have some tips that you feel like, everybody should start with when it comes to putting things into our schedule? Yeah, 100%. And I think um, it's important to like distinguish between uh, what you put in your schedule and how you put it in your schedule. Ah. I think they're they're quite different things. And so like I think the way you know what to put in your schedule is pretty similar across the board. Um, so what I suggest in that category is the first thing I always do with myself, with clients, like whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed, um, is I actually just brain dump. Like I put a timer on for five minutes and I brain dump everything I'm currently doing in my business. And the reason for that is sometimes we just have so much in our brain, right? Um, and you don't know what to put in a schedule if you can't actually see it. So that's why I like to just brain dump everything. And I mean, everything from like Instagram stories to, you know, sending invoices each month to whatever that looks like for you um, and your business for the person listening right now. So yeah, brain dump that. And then the next thing is um, I like to think of my business in categories and I found across the board, this is the easiest way to look at what actually needs to go into your schedule. Um, so I have like, I like to look at my business in four categories. So the first category is uh, sales and marketing. So 
obviously this speaks for itself, but um, if you're a service-based business, it's having sales calls. If you, um, you know, have content like Instagram content, YouTube, podcasts, like all of those things, every, every task that's related to, you know, advertising your business and a client coming across you is in that section. So once I've done that brain dump, I look at, okay, what actually are my sales and marketing strategies in this season? Because if I don't know what they are, then it's going to be very hard to construct a schedule because it might be like, yeah, I'm doing sales and marketing, but like, what actually does that look like? So um, that's one category. The next one is uh, your actual services and offerings. So whether it's a one-on-one service with a client or whether it's, you know, if you have a digital product, like whatever that looks like in your business, that um, those kind of tasks related to that. And then you've got operations. So this is like if you have a team or, you know, bookkeeping, like all of those admin star related tasks. And then the last area is goals um, and projects. So this is like, you know, if you want to redo your website, you're not going to do that every month, but it's just those one-off tasks. So I find brain dumping into those four categories is what helps you better understand like, okay, this is my business. This is actually what needs to go in my schedule so that I have a balanced schedule, you know, that you're booking clients, but also um, fulfilling those clients and having that balance of both so that you can be growing your business. Um, So that's kind of what I find across the board helps to actually know what to put in your schedule. And then in terms of how to actually, you know, construct it and what it looks like practically in the schedule, like you said, everyone's different. So some like, you know, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., I'm going to do this task. From 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., I'm going to do that task, right? That works for some people. Other people like myself, I found... um, while I love structure, I, I don't love, you know, that rid like super rigid. Um, but I find that even if you're very creative or really don't like structure, I find structure actually helps you to be flexible. So by that, I mean, you know, if you wake up one morning and you're sick and you don't want to and you can't work, flexibility isn't waking up going, oh, I'm going to do whatever it was. And, you know, I don't know what I was going to do today. So I just have the day off. Real flexibility is going, I was going to do X marketing task. So now I know that I need to reschedule that to another day. So it's, you know, that that structure creates that flexibility. Um, and so what I find is you've for the people in that phase, you've got to look at, okay, what actually is my dream schedule here? Like how many days do I want to work? What does that want to look like? Uh, what do I want my offerings to look like? And really diving into that. And then from there, you've got to fit those four categories into the schedule that makes sense for you, whether it's super rigid um, or whether it's more like, you know, on Mondays, I'm going to do marketing tasks. And and so it's like a little bit more flexible. So yeah, that is massive answer to your question, (laughs) but hopefully that helps. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's break it down. First is the brain dump, which I absolutely love that because for all you procrastinators out there and you know who you are, (laughs) that will help you get out of that overwhelm. I find that's the biggest thing with my clients is it's all circling in their head. They have a running to-do list. It never actually feels like they're accomplishing anything. And Mm -hmm. so to get it all on a piece of paper in front of you, how refreshing is that to look at this and go, okay, I'm one human. Obviously, I'm not going to accomplish this all in one day. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, you look at that list and you're like, no wonder I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I know yeah. like for me personally throughout my business, I am horrible at overestimating the amount of stuff I can get done in a few days. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I completely underestimate the amount of stuff I could get done in a whole quarter of my business. Yeah. So I so think true. it's, yeah, it's really like planning it out, like you said. So now you have it all out in front of you in the brain dump. And then it's just based on what feels good to you. But really giving yourself some sort of structure seems to be the key yeah. takeaway. It's just the amount yeah. of that, like you can dial it up or tone it back depending on what works for you. Um, I know something I've experimented with in the past is like having some rigid days and then having yep. some more flexible days. So for example, I'll have like certain days where I record podcasts and edit them and stuff. And then I'll have other days that are just more flexible. And maybe for you, that's like, you know, you have certain client days and then the other days are more flexible. So I feel like even going you know, you can really like play with it, right? It's these different, mm. I'm picturing like different dials and you can kind of like turn them up or down mm. depending on what you need in your schedule. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that's, you know, that's why we create a business is for the freedom and the flexibility to be able to do that. Um, but I think if you have no structure, it becomes very overwhelming. And it's really, I find people that have no structure, which used to be me, right? Um, is that you really run business like a tumbleweed. It's just like wherever the wind takes you, it's very reactive. Um, and it, you know, you find that the end of the day, you have a whole heap of tasks you started, but didn't finish. So the structure allows that, um, you know, that, that clearness, that plan so that it's not overwhelming. And instead of it becoming, oh my gosh, I really want to do a blog post about this. It becomes, I'm going to do a blog post next Tuesday when I usually do marketing tasks. So like you said, it's yeah, bringing that structure in there, but um, you know, creating enough wiggle room around it that you can be flexible with it. Now, do you have a system for prioritizing tasks as well? I know you, you mentioned in your brain dump when you have the different categories, you can kind of relate those to what your current business goals are. And if you don't have mm -hmm. any that makes sense, then you know, yeah. it might be time to make some, but that's a whole other episode. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but do you have a way or a system to prioritize? Because let's say like you brain dump, and it's a pretty realistic brain dump. You don't have a thousand different items. Like, how do you even start to prioritize those things? Can you talk about that a little bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, great question. So when I'm looking at the brain dump, um, I, I you do want to assess it. So the things I assess is the first thing I look at and I go, is there anything right now in this brain dump that I need to let go of? And that's, you know, the first step of prioritizing is what are the things I need to get rid of? And the way I have filtered that and assessed that is two things. The first thing is um, it's going to sound very Marie Kondo-like, but, you know, does it actually bring me joy? Like, is this a space in my business where I do want to expand and does align with me and does feel really good for me? Um, but then the second part is where's the data to support that? So, like, for example, um, a few years ago when I was doing this brain dump, um, I looked and I was spending like a few hours a week on Facebook and Facebook is great. There's nothing wrong with Facebook, but for me and my business, I was getting no leads from Facebook. So I looked at that and I went, you know, 
why would I spend all this time? Yes, I could outsource it. Yes, I could do it. But in this season, I have leads coming from other places. So it doesn't need to be a priority for me right now because the data is supporting that. Or maybe there's an offering that's not selling as well. And it's like, okay, why is this not happening? I'm spending all this time here. How can I tweak it and change it for it to make sense? So that's the first thing is, you know, is there anything that you need to let go of? And it may not be forever. It may just be for a month or two, right? So that's the first thing is filtering the things out because then what is left is more of a priority, right? And then um, so eliminating, letting go of things. Then the next thing is I ask myself, like, is there anything on this that I can actually automate or streamline more? So like, for example, um, back in the day, I would manually send Zoom links for every sales call I had. I know, wild, oh <laughs> not smart. <laughs> um, and it only took a few minutes, but it that's more brain space, right? And that shouldn't have to be a priority in my brain. That shouldn't have to be another tab open in my brain. So I look at that and I'm like, hello, I pay, you know, acuity and I can just like blend the two together and it does it automatically. So, you know, that's a very obvious example, but looking at other things in your business and going, is there anything I can automate here? Is there anything I can tweak or streamline more and just improve it? Because then what the whole point of this process is filtering down and then actually looking at now what you have left is the priorities. And then it's looking at, okay, is there anything right now that I can outsource or have the means to outsource that makes sense for me to outsource um, if you're at that place in business? And then the things you have left, it's going like, you know, kind of like you were saying before, like, is this aligned to my goals? Is this going to grow my business more? And if I can't fit all of this stuff in my schedule, then I know I either need to let go of more things or outsource more things or automate more things um, to actually have a schedule that makes sense. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, I think that's a really great tip. And I think you're giving us a really great structure to follow as well. So Mm -hmm. my next question would be, we've done the hard work, we've you know, cleaned up our schedule. We've got it in there. The first Monday rolls around. How the heck do we actually stick to this schedule? Because it's like yeah. creating a new habit, right? You're like breaking a bad habit of not having a schedule. Now you have this beautifully laid out schedule. How do we stick to it? Yeah, such a good question. And you kind of alluded to this before. I think the first thing is you need to give your business a home, right? Like it actually needs to be somewhere that you can see so that you know what's going to happen. So for example, like I love to score, store my calendar in Google Calendar. I like to, you know, put my batch days, my theme days in there so I know what I'm doing. And then something that's really helped me to stick to it is I find The night before or, you know, the end of the day before, like let's say I finish work at lunchtime the day before, I will write out my schedule for the following day um, on paper. And I like to do that because I'm getting my brain into the habit and ready of going, hey, just to prepare you, this is what's coming up tomorrow. Um, And so I find by doing that and pre-planning for that, I'm actually getting myself ready for the day so that I don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, what was I going to do today? And then spend the morning procrastinating and thinking of other things or getting distracted or, you know, all of those things. So that's what I have found really helpful. Um, But then the second thing is actually looking at the patterns that are happening as well. So um, looking at, okay, are there things that I'm constantly not getting done, right? Are there things that I'm constantly not sticking to? And then asking why that's happening. Is it because it's 
not in a great place in your schedule? Is it because it doesn't need to be in your schedule? Like I'm a big believer in there's always why something's not being stuck to or why something's not happening. Um, so really diving into that and understanding why. Um, but yeah, definitely that pre-planning and, and getting yourself ready for what's going to happen will help you stick to it more because you've already written it down in, on paper and you've already got your brain ready for what's coming up the next day. So that's been something that's actually been a huge help for me personally. Um, and, you know, and then all those other things of making sure you've set up your day ready to not be distracted by a million different things and finishing those things. And yeah, and then just understanding like why things aren't getting done if they're not. We have a lot of side hustlers who listen to the show. So people who mm-hmm. are, you know, in those early days, just like you spoke of in your journey, you know, you were going to university, maybe they're still in school, maybe they have a full-time job, but they're trying to transition to run a business. I know that scheduling around your full-time gig or even like full-time mom is mm-hmm. a challenge. Do you have any specific tips for scheduling when people only have like little bits and pieces of time throughout the week to work on their business? Yeah, such a good question. And it's really hard. Like that, I think that's the first thing is know that you're doing something really hard and you're doing something that not a lot of people attempt to do, right? And so you should give yourself grace and like be proud of yourself that first off, you're even doing this side hustle thing along with a job or along with kids, all of that stuff comes a lot of um juggling act that others will never have to juggle right and so that's a big thing is first of all just identifying like you are doing something that is hard uh but it can be done so the next thing is um i would uh, something i learned especially when i was studying full-time is that i cannot get everything done no matter how awesome my schedule is no matter how fancy everything is it's actually not possible to have a full-time business schedule like that you know that doesn't make sense and you're gonna have you could have every intention of having you know four hours a day I'm gonna do this and this and this but it's too full of a schedule there's too much in it and when you've got other things draining your time and energy you've got to have a schedule that reflects that and gives yourself white space and grace to actually be able to do all of those things without burning out, right? And so the tips I would have is number one, look at um, when in your when in your week do you feel most excited and energized to work on your business, and when are the times that you kind of have to? Like, for example, are there you know client meetings or are there certain things you've got to get done or interviews that you're doing? Like, looking at those things first. Um, because then you can know like what actually is the dream schedule and how much time can I allow in the week to fit these things in? And then doing that brain dump list and assessing it, like I said before, is going to be even more important for you because, um, you know, the time is limited. And so it's looking at, uh, you know, maybe outsourcing is going to be more important for you in this season and you may be doing it earlier than, than others would. Or it might look at, you know, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love podcasts. Um, the thing, though, is that every episode, it's like, oh, my gosh, that's a great podcasting tip. I need to start a podcast. <laughs> or, you know, that's a great Facebook idea. I need to create a Facebook account. Or that's a great Instagram idea. Now I need to add that to my schedule. Like there's so many strategies out there to grow your business. And I think it's just all of that advice is great and awesome and relevant and helpful but you've then got to field to that advice and go, does that make sense for me right now in this season? Or am I going to have to sacrifice 
you know, that marketing strategy um, and instead use this one because I know there's data to support it and it's working for me. And as you grow and as you scale that business, like, like I was doing as I scaled it. So when I was with three clients, my marketing strategy, my schedule looked very different to when I was with 27 clients because at 27 clients, I had a lot more income to outsource. I had a lot more streamlined systems in place. And um, so it's really looking at, you know, what stage are you in and what makes sense for you right now rather than, you know, you don't have to take every single piece of advice and use it. Oh, I absolutely love that you said that because Mm -hmm. I feel like we forget that. And I mean, at any stage, we forget that, right? Again, we Mm -hmm. overestimate all the things that we can get done in a few days or in our short in-between times when we're working full-time. So I absolutely love that. Is there any um, other big major tips or advice that you have when we're sitting down to plan our schedule that we might have not covered yet today? Yeah, I think... um... The biggest thing is like uh, above all that we've said, like creating theme days and, you know, really assessing what your tasks are and all of that. I think the biggest thing that I have found really helpful as well is to actually um, be okay with changing up your schedule when it needs to change. So, I, you know, looking at how like is, you know, trying out the schedule for a week or two once you've created it, once it's in, you know, Google Calendar or wherever you want to store it, test it out. And if something's not working, it's not that you failed or you're not productive or you suck at business. Like that's actually not true. It's just looking at, okay, this doesn't work for me. So why, what about it didn't work and how can I tweak it to make it work? So a lot of my clients will change their schedule when they have a new offering or when they go through a big change in life, like they get married or they have kids or something like that. Um, And then looking then at, you know, it's okay if this changes, it's not that I failed or I'm unproductive, but I'm just a big believer that everyone can be productive. Um, It's just looking at what is this season demanding of me? And some, an analogy, I guess, that I has always encouraged me is I'm not a motorbike rider, but the analogy works. So um, when a motorbike rider is going around the corner, they actually like lean into the corner. It almost looks like they're going to fall over because they're like on such a lean, but they're doing that in order to keep the balance as they go around that corner. And I think that has always stuck with me because I think, you know, if my schedule looks more like leaning into my family in this season, that's okay because that's my context. Or if it looks like doing, you know, working on a weekend because I'm in a launch and that that's what is what um, feels good for me and what's needed in this season, that's okay. I'm not failing as a business owner. I'm just letting my schedule reflect the priorities of the season and where I need to lean into. And that's, you know, that's okay. I just think there's a lot of pressure in the business world to have a certain schedule and have a certain level of productivity. Um, And yes, there's better ways we can do things. There's ways that we can improve, um, but give yourself the ability to know what this is my context and they don't have that same context. I think it's important to remember. 
Yeah, because there's so many different seasons of life and there's also seasons of your business. And then, Mm. you know, as we even talked about today, you're going to grow as an entrepreneur. Maybe you're going to get team members. Maybe you can outsource. So there's so many things that you need to refresh your schedule with. Do you have Mm -hmm. like advice on a timeline of that? Like, you know, every three months revisit your schedule or is it kind of just more an intuitive thing where, okay, this is a season where I need to lean in more here or lean in more there? Yeah, I think there's a level of an intuitive thing in that, you know, if you have a a massive emergency happen one month or, you know, something happens, that's going to obviously then um, have an impact on your schedule, right? So there's that level of it. But in terms of the structure of it, so I like to review my schedule every month. I'm not making changes every month, but I'm just checking in and going, you know, does this still feel good? Does this still reflect the season that I'm in, the offerings? Um, Was there anything that wasn't working this month? And I just have that monthly reflection. Um, But every quarter, I also usually will do more tweaks and changes. And that's simply because like, I would hope that every quarter my business is growing more and should evolve and look different. And so I've got to let my schedule reflect that. Um, So yeah, I usually, like, I definitely would make slight tweaks every month, um, every quarter, sorry, and just review it every month. I just find that's a great timeline for me. Awesome. Well, I know you have a free training that everyone can Mm -hmm. access. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's a free training. It goes for one hour um, and it it basically just visually goes through what we've discussed here um, and just like really laying out those next steps and what that needs to look like and how to start creating a schedule. Um, But yeah, it is a free training. Um, It's at withhannahandco.com forward slash free. Um, And yeah, you can sign up to that. It's on-demand training, um, one hour, and it really just helps you create that profit focused schedule and look at, you know, aligning those priorities to the season that you're in. Awesome. Okay. I'll make sure that is linked in the show notes for sure. And then if somebody listened to this episode and they're like, I need more of Hannah, I need her just to get her hands on my schedule. How do they get a hold of you? Where's the best place to connect with you? Mm-hmm. I love hanging out on Instagram. I'm at with Hannah and co. Um, and yeah, if anyone has even any follow-up questions or anything like that, feel free to send me a DM. I'm more, I literally could talk about this topic all day. <laughs> um, so yeah, I definitely hang out there and my website is with Awesome. Thank you so much, Hannah, for sharing all your tips and your energy with us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Wait, before you go, I wanted to say thanks for listening to the Magnetic Business Podcast. You can join the business building conversations over on Instagram at the Magnetic Business Coach. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. We put out new episodes each week. If you're interested in booking a coaching call with me or enrolling in one of my business courses, you can do that directly on the website, LexiSparrow.com. And by the way, have you had a chance to leave a review for the podcast yet? Podcast reviews help us connect to more like-minded people just like you, and they help me grow the show. It only takes a few minutes of your time. When you leave a five-star rating with a positive review over on Apple Podcasts for the Magnetic Business Podcast, you are automatically entered to win a 25-minute business breakthrough coaching call with me. Don't forget to email hello at LexiSparrow.com when you do leave a review because this lets me get in touch with you when your name is pulled in the draw. Just a reminder, your name stays in until you win.